God owns all the donuts. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp. And today on the show, we have Jensen Franklin, and he is talking to us about five powerful prayers. And we are on part two of this message. And he's talking to us about how God owns everything. And a lot of times we think that we own stuff and we hold things back from God and we, you know, we're afraid to give more or to to do more or to give him more time or to give more money or finances or whatever because we just think that we need it. But God owns everything and we certainly cannot outgive God. Here's Jensen. And number four, be positive. When David saw Goliath, he had two possible reactions. He could have ran out and said, he's so big, I better run for my life. But instead he ran out and he said, he's so big, there's no way I can miss that big corn fed, big headed fool. I'm going to take him out with a rock. Be positive. Be incredibly positive. I tell you, you'll stand out in life. If Bill and Sue have a problem and Bill and Mary have a problem and Bill and Jack have a problem and Bill and Sam have a problem, Bill is the problem. And anytime I've learned this about negative people, if you see somebody hanging out with negative people, all the negative people go to this person. It's because that person is a negative person. You can count it. You can mark it down. It's always true. That's a law. You attract what you are. Be positive. Positive things happen. Don't get down. Don't get discouraged. Don't get depressed. Don't get suicidal. Don't give up. Don't, it doesn't matter how life changes and what seasons happen. Be positive. Be positive. Incredibly positive. And then I want to say, number five, expect God's provision. Expect God's provision. Because God owns everything. Say amen. I'm telling you, when I started out, I didn't have nothing. I was broker than the Ten Commandments. I didn't have, I didn't have anything. But I have learned that God owns it all. There was a man in an airport, and he was waiting on his flight, and he had some time, and he wasn't real hungry. He just wanted a little snack. So he got him a cup of coffee and bought him a little bag of, of little donuts. And he started to sit down. He couldn't find a table. All the tables were full. And there was only one table in the little area. And he walked over as many times you've probably done this if you've been, on, been in the airport. And it's not uncommon for somebody you don't even know to be sitting at one end of the table and, and, and you sit at the other end. And this guy, he walks over with his coffee, sets it on the table, takes his coat off, puts it on the chair, sets his bag down and sits down in the chair, and takes the lid off, takes a sip of his coffee, and, uh, pulls out his newspaper and reaches over and grabs the bag of donuts and takes a donut out and starts eating it and sipping his coffee. And all of a sudden, the guy on the other end of the table reaches his hand across the table into the man's bag of donuts and takes a donut and smiles and starts eating one of the donuts. 
Well, I have never in my life. Can you believe the audacity of this jerk eating my donut? So the man grabs the bag of the donut and pulls it all the way to the edge and turns his body to send a body posture message as if to say, you leave my donuts alone. And he straightens his newspaper and reaches in and eats another donut. And all of a sudden, the man stands up, stretches all the way across the table, grabs another donut out, smiles at the man, and takes another bite and starts eating another donut. He cannot believe it. He really wants to fight him and, and say something to him, but he, it's pretty obvious the guy must not all be there. He, he's one banana short of a fruit basket. It's, something's not right with this fellow, and he may be violent, so he holds his peace, but he's really ticked. And after the guy eats his second donut, he stands up and grabs his stuff and, and walks off to catch his flight. And the guy, you donut thief, he's thinking, what a jerk you are. And then he notices the time is time for his flight. So he stands up and puts his coat on and starts to reach down to pick up his bag. And when he does, on top of his suitcase is his bag of donuts. I'll wait on you. He thought the man was taking from him when really the man was sharing because the donuts were not his. He had all the donuts and he was sharing his donuts with a smile with a jerk. Now I want to make the point. Here it is. God owns all the donuts. What do you mean you want one out of my 10 donuts? God owns. We look at God like he's some kind of freak saying, give me one out of 10. I give you 10 donuts every week. All I want in return is one donut. God, come on, say it with me. God owns all the donuts. If he wants to, he can take all the donuts off your plate and just walk away. But he's a good God and he keeps blessing you and blessing you and you eat five, six, seven, eight, nine donuts and then you say that's too much to give to the one who owns them all. You eat and eat and eat and all you have is the crumbs off the Krispy Kreme and when the offering bag comes by, you do like that. When God owns it all, he owns it all. We're supposed to give him all of our time, all of our talent, all of our treasure. What does that mean? That means that, that, that we're just stewards of it. And Lord, I put you first in these areas of my life. What I'm saying to you that it's more than mouth service. That if you want him to be your provider, if you will put God first, he will bless your life and all of these things will follow you. There are five questions that you need to ask if you want to know if Jesus is first in your life. 
If you want to know if he's first in your life, no, no playing games this morning. We all say he's first. I love him. If he is not first in these areas of your life, he is not first in your life. And let's use the word first, F-I-R-S-T. Is he first in your finances? For out of the, the scripture said, for where a man's treasure is, there his heart will be. Is he first in your finances? Don't say he's first if he's not first in your finances. Do you honor him with the tithe? Do you honor him with your giving? Do you honor him? This is not a commercial. This is not a preacher asking for your money. This is the word of God. 16 out of 38 parables that Jesus taught dealt with money, dealt with stewardship, dealt with what you do with your resources because he understood the love of money is the root of all evil. And the 10th commandment is thou shalt not covet, which is to, another word for covet is materialism. There's nothing wrong with having things, but God does not want you to worship Things He wants you to put him first. And we are stewards of everything that he gives us. He owns all the donuts. That was Jensen Franklin. And you can find that on YouTube if you search under Jensen Franklin, Five Powerful Prayers to Pray. You can also find out more information about him at his website, jensenfranklin.org. I hope you have an amazing day, and I will see you again tomorrow. God bless.